Let us pray. Gracious God, give us humble, teachable, and obedient hearts that we may receive what you have revealed and do what you have commanded. Amen. Our scripture reading today is Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Let us hear the words of the Lord. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but they doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sandy Hazellip and Ellie Hamby met 23 years ago while on a mission, a medical mission in Zambia and have been best friends ever since. Last year, they both turned 80 years old. To celebrate this milestone, they planned and embarked on an 80-day travel adventure, visiting places all around the world. The two women saw the Northern Lights and the North Pole. They rode on a dog sled in Finland, flew in hot air balloons in Egypt, searched for wallabies in Australia, and so much more. After they started uploading pictures and videos from their adventures, the two quickly became named the TikTok Travel Grannies. People from all over the world have watched their travel experiences, creating a fan base for the grannies. In an interview with NBC, the two said, they hope they've inspired the future generation to realize you're never too old to take in all the world has to offer. Unfortunately, at some point, their trip came to an end, and they had to travel back home to their place of comfort. The 11 disciples in our story for today also traveled back to a place of comfort, Galilee, a place with significant importance to the ministry of Jesus and to the disciples. Jesus was baptized there. He called Peter and Andrew to be fisher of men. He preached the Sermon on the Mount. He walked on water. He fed the masses with just five loaves and two fish, and much more, all in Galilee. Even though this location wasn't new to the disciples, the fact that they showed up to begin with was a huge sign of faith. What must it have taken for them to pack their bags and travel to this final destination to see Jesus, to travel back to the beginning of their relationship with him? This change in location provides a full circle moment and signifies the importance of what's to come. Once they arrived, the disciples saw Jesus and immediately began worshiping him. It wasn't until after they began worshiping that they turned to doubt. The Greek verb used for this doubt in our passage only occurs twice in the entire Bible. Due to the few uses of this verb, we can't be entirely sure what its true meaning is. Maybe the disciples are doubting if Jesus would forgive them, 
Or maybe they're doubting Jesus' identity. Is this really the same Jesus they've been committing their lives to? Maybe they're unsure how to behave in his presence. It's not every day you speak with someone who has risen from the dead. Does Jesus' resurrection mean they have to worship him in a different manner? Whatever the true meaning is, the disciples were hesitant. They were a little uncertain about their present moment. After everything they've been through with Jesus, slivers of doubt still lingered in their bodies. Jesus notices this doubt and sticks with them during this story and many more before. Jesus was no stranger to doubt. And instead of condemning the disciples for doubting, he trusts them with his final command. He stays with them and sends them out, even with their doubt. This past September, South Carolina's law enforcement seized 305 dogs from several dogfighting rings, making it the biggest dogfighting bust in the state's history. Dogs were found tied to trees with no water, food, or shelter. They were in bad shape. While some of the dogs were terrified of the rescuers, most of them were thrilled to see humans. A Humane Society worker on the scene said, there were so many kisses and lovely little snuggles that were provided by these dogs. It was truly amazing. Here were hundreds of abused and neglected dogs showing their trust in humans despite being mistreated by them for so long. Since their rescue, the majority of the dogs have found loving homes, including Linus, who was in desperate need of a leg amputation upon his rescue. In a follow-up video from his adopted family, three-legged Linus, named after the Peanuts character, was shown going on a walk in his new neighborhood, sniffing the grass and cuddling on the couch with his new family. A dog who didn't let the past betrayals of his life stop him from trusting his family, trusting them to care for and love him each day. Like these rescued dogs, Jesus still loved and trusted the disciples to come to Galilee, even after everything that they've been through and the past betrayals that led to his death. He even trusted them enough to send them out with a crucial task, to baptize. We had the opportunity to witness a baptism during last week's morning worship service. As a congregation, we promised to guide and nurture baby Sloan by word and deed, with love and prayer, encouraging Sloan to follow and know Jesus and to be a faithful member of Christ's church. We carried out Jesus' call to baptize, an act that shares the good news that we belong to God. The phrase baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit was first introduced to the disciples during today's passage. The disciples had never heard something like this before. It's the phrase Pastor Mary Kay said while putting water on Sloan's head, a phrase that Christians all over the world continue to say while baptizing a sibling of Christ, all while using water. Pastor Josh began the baptism by asking the kids to share all the things we use water for. Right away, the kids began rattling off examples. Brushing our teeth, washing our hands, 
taking a shower, drinking, cooling off in the summer by swimming in a pool, giving flowers nutrients to grow, and so much more. Water is an integral part of our lives. It makes up our being. 60% of our bodies are water. As if this wasn't significant enough, water also comes in more than just liquid form. Mr. R's water cycle science poem teaches these many forms by saying, water travels round and round from the sky to the ground. In a cycle you can't see, water comes to you and me. Evaporation is a start, but it's not the only part. From sea to sky, vapor floats, but leaves enough to float in boats. In the sky, water cools, forming clouds like fish form schools. Condensation makes it dense, like dollars have 100 cents. Then it falls, precipitation. It's like group participation. Rain and hail, sleet and snow, water falls, plants can grow. Fills up lakes and streams and seas. We can drink it as we please. Water used to brush our teeth. Water wets the coral reef. Water, water, what we need. We need water to succeed. And water cycle keeps it fresh. Water cycle, you're the best. As childish as this poem might seem, it shows just how significant water is. We cannot escape it, and we cannot survive without it. During a famous scene in Disney's The Lion King, young lion cub Simba asks his dad Mufasa, we'll always be together, right? Mufasa responds with, look at the stars. The great kings of the past look down on us from those stars. Whenever you feel alone, just remember that those kings will always be there to guide you. And so will I. I don't think that Disney intended to have any sort of theological moment with this quote or scene, but it sounds vaguely similar to Jesus' last line, and remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. As Jason mentioned earlier, we are currently in a season of East called Eastertide, which is a special time of the year where we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. During this season, we're going to talk about what it means to be sent. The first two stories, one we heard last week and then this week, are with Jesus and his disciples before he is gone. Instead of turning away from humanity after being crucified, Jesus comes back to continue his relationship with the disciples. Their relationship with Jesus was not severed despite what happened in the Garden of Gethsemane the place where Jesus was arrested before his crucifixion. This is divine grace. Jesus loves us, trusts us, and is with us always, during times of grief, during the happiest moments of our lives, during the uncertain moments when we just don't know what to do, and all the moments in between. This reminder was the last thing Jesus said to his disciples. In the moments when we doubt, our relationship with God is still alive. May we continue to show up in faith, even when we doubt, remembering Jesus' presence in our lives this day and all of our days to come. Amen.